This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Hi, friend. I have such fun news, and it's a two-parter. Are you ready? One is there is a new quiz on my website, and it is so much fun, and it's going to tell you what your decision style is. Ooh, intrigue. So I need you to go take that immediately at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. It's in the show notes. And that leads us to our second bit of celebratable news, which is I'm going to go into depth on these decision styles in the podcast. Now, if you happened to be paying attention and taking notes on the last episode, which kudos for you, if you have the brain space to do that, my friend, I mentioned that I was going to be doing a series on motivation, and I will. But since I'm the boss, and I get to make all the decisions here, (laughs) I wanted to switch gears and go into these decision styles simply because I'm also doing a free workshop this month on these decision styles and really how to make the most of your default way of thinking and how to avoid some of the biggest and most common pitfalls of our decision style defaults. No judgment. So that is also in the show notes. You can sign up for that free or you can go directly to kirstenparker.com forward slash decision style. Oh, so much fun. So let's get into it because I think that there is so much power and like I said, so much fun in knowing what's my style, what are my defaults, how can I make the most of how I operate? And even though a lot of this information is not gonna be revelatory news to you, like if you're an overthinker, that's what we're going to talk about today. You know you're an overthinker. And it is also very grounding and helpful to know you are not alone in your experience. And lucky for you, I have been working with people for so many years and concentrating on this lens of decision making that I've wrapped it all up in a nice, neat little bow for you. And we're going to talk about how are you not alone in your experience, but also how can you make the most of that? How do you not have to change into a different person to have an easier time making and trusting your choices? Mm, Yeah, let's do it. So today we are going to go all the way through the first of the decision styles, which is the overthinker, said with love. I actually think this is the perfect starting point for this new series since we're pivoting away from my original idea for the month. And don't worry, like I said, we'll do the motivation series after this one. But I am in this style. My decision default is overthinking. My brain loves to turn one decision into 20. It likes to jump from step three to step 47. And it's been some work to recognize and stop judging and then change some of these norms. But I promise you are totally capable of doing that too. And this decision today to just switch gears and start a whole new series and be like, I don't, I'm going to decide this isn't a big deal at all and is not meaningful and negative in any way. That's an example. It's a little example, but it's a powerful example because you know, if you're an overthinker, you know that we can lose hours to this kind of stuff. 
thinking, wait, can I change it? What does it mean about me? Are people going to notice? Are people going to get mad? Does this mean I'm wishy-washy? Blah, 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 blah. Stress, no decisions made, no progress made. Now it's the end of the day. What even has happened? So that's my first piece of advice. Oh my gosh, I hope you can hear Clive dreaming in the background. He's probably too far away for the mic to pick it up, but he is chasing a squirrel right now, and I am just so happy for him. I hope he catches it. Ugh, little puppy dream sounds. If you know, you know. Okay, back to my first piece of guidance that I teased a second ago before I jetted away because of the squirrel, literally. The first thing we have to do is just to recognize when this overthinking stuff is happening. And this might sound like a duh, okay, what difference is this going to make kind of step, but it is so important because we think our way of thinking is normal. Of course, like everyone, whatever we're used to feels normal. It's like when your steering gets off on your car and you have to start working really hard to turn and the car isn't super responsive to your steering, but you just get used to it. And then you get your car serviced and then you realized how hard you've been working and you realize, oh my gosh, I didn't realize it could be so much easier. That's where we need to start with our decision-making. We really need to breathe and we need to notice when we are in the middle of, or we have just completed an overthinking session. It's okay if it takes you like half a day to notice, oh, wait, it took me an hour to make that decision because I turned it into 20 decisions. Whoopsies. All right. So you can notice it in the moment. You can notice it after the fact. The second part of this step, which is equally important, is not judging it. So we're going to notice when we're overthinking and we're not going to judge when we're overthinking because you know what? This is your default decision style. That means it's a habit. That means it's the most natural thing for you to do without putting effort into doing something differently. And judging your overthinking is really like judging yourself for brushing your teeth with your dominant hand. It's unnecessary, it's ineffective, and it's kind of bananas if we think about it, we're being honest. Building a new norm is possible. I told you how my experience was today with this teeny decision that could have been a big deal, but it wasn't. And I hear this from my clients all the time. It's part of what we celebrate regularly in our sessions. I ask them, what are we celebrating? And a lot of the time what I hear back is, you know what? I just made this decision without overthinking it. I could have done this. I could have made it a big deal. I could have lost an entire afternoon to it. But instead, I just sent the text message. Instead, I just bought the thing. Instead, I just decided what we were doing. Done. And I didn't overthink it. Sigh of relief. So this is very possible. But I still want to invite you to lower the judgment around all of this overthinking because it might just be a little bit how you are, my friend. It might not be something that you can and should fix. There were lots of air quotes in that sentence. My job is to help you make the most of how you operate. And for all of the habit change that that involves, we have to draw a line at some point where You're not forcing yourself to become an entirely different person that you don't actually need or want to become. You know what I mean? Here's the best part. When you shift out of your default, when you service your car, right? When you proactively pick the toothbrush up with your other hand, your decision style is not actually to overthink. Your decision style is to super think. Take a second to let that sink in and see how you feel about it. This is a skill that you can own. And dare I say, I think you should own it. And when you think about something that you're great at, okay, art, cooking, 
DIYing designer level pom-pom decorations. I have a friend who makes just everything. She makes everything amazing, but she makes these like pom-pom, what are those things that you hang? Garlands, I guess. Ugh, they're so cute, but they really do look like they could cost like $30 at a schmancy shop. Anyway, I digress. What's something that you're really good at? You know what it's like to be good at something and you know what it's like to look at something that you create or succeed at or make or do and think, oh yeah, I did a great job there. That's owning it. I want you to start doing this with your super thinking superpower. When you think all the way through a vacation you're planning and you book the restaurant with the special vegan desserts for the night that you're celebrating your vegan friend's birthday and you order waterproof phone holders for everybody because you're going kayaking and you know nobody else is gonna remember to do that. And you set your mail hold so that you don't have a big pile of nonsense to deal with when you come back. I want you to celebrate how good a job you're doing. Celebrate your super thinking. This is a skill and not everybody is good at this stuff. You are capable of thinking about multiple things at once, multiple things in a row. And as you make those decisions, you can keep that overthinking urgency panic mode at bay by using this one very important question. What's important right now? This single question is going to help you uncomplicate your decision-making process. It's going to help you Take ownership of your super thinking skill and rein it in, direct it on purpose so it doesn't just boil over into overthinking automatically. Asking what's important right now is going to help you respond to that voice in your head that insists you investigate all 413 alternatives and all 6,798 possible consequences of the choice that you're considering. Is knowing all of those alternatives important right now? In this specific moment? Well, probably not. What is important specifically? We have to remember that a lot of our default decision-making style comes from a stress response. There's a reason that you think it's important to think through all 6,798 possible consequences of this thing. That's fine. In that moment, you're probably in a stress response and you're in your default decision-making mode. And the path of least resistance in that situation is to just let the patterns finish. Follow out your habit to its normal, natural conclusion. Do the thing you've always done. That is okay. Remember, we're not judging it, but I want to give you an off-ramp so that you don't have to live in this cycle of stressing and overthinking and not feeling in charge of your choices. So this question, what's important right now, is your off-ramp. That's what's going to help you decide, okay, what consequences do I want to think through, if any? What do I need to consider right now? What's my job in this moment, in this decision to think through? And what isn't? This is going to be fun because the more you decide what's important and what is not important, wink, the more you will chunk things up into manageable bites. You will take one thing on at a time and you'll keep overthinking from spiraling out of control, but you'll still be able to think through everything that you want to think through. And you're going to feel like a dang superhero when you stop yourself mid-rabbit hole or mid-catastrophizing, and you hear yourself say, you know what? I have enough information to take the next step. You know what? 
I don't need to decide that right now. That choice can wait until I get there. You know what? Here's what's important for this choice. Done. Bam. Next. I really hope this helps you not only feel more in charge of your decision making and recognize and own when it is working to everyone's advantage because you're all welcome. The world needs super thinkers. (laughs) But I also hope that it helps you accept and embrace how and who you are a little more. I used to think that I needed to stop being an overthinker. It was even in my marketing for a while. I was like, never overthink again. Stop being an overthinker. Be an ex-overthinker. And I do love thinking of myself as an ex-overthinker in like a graduation kind of way. Like I have progressed and moved myself into this kind of next level of being able to operate in a way that feels better. But I also have come to know, and I've seen this in my client work as well, the less we think about ourselves as this is what's wrong with me that I need to fix, and the more we lean into this is just what works for me, and this is what I'm good at, and this is where I tend to go, we see results so much faster. We make positive changes so much faster. We start making decisions so much more easily. And I think it comes down to how much judgment we're carrying around for ourselves. And if you can, boy howdy, lighten your judgment load and see what you like about yourself and what works about yourself and then see the other stuff that maybe isn't working well at this particular time in your life as just kind of neutral like changeable habits, but not a deep-seated character flaw, oh my gosh, it's going to feel so much better. So I hope you join me in (laughs) being a super thinker, owning what you're good at, and also kind of giving a little love to your inner overthinker. They're trying so hard and they're working so much and we love them. (laughs) Make sure that you go to kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz And find out your decision style, because even if you have a little overthinker in you, because many people do, this might not be your predominant style right now, and you want to know how to make the most of your default decision style right now. So go take the quiz and make sure you register for the decision style workshop. It's going to be so good. KirstenParker.com forward slash decision style. I hope you have a beautiful freaking week, my friend. Go do some super thinking. Enjoy. Hey, want to find out your decision style? Um, obviously. Go take the decision style quiz. It's in the show notes and at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. We all have our style when it comes to making decisions, but do you know how to use your default way of thinking to your advantage? Or do you mainly get stuck in the most annoying parts of overthinking and people-pleasing? The decision style quiz has your answers, my friend. Take it right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz.